You're listening to Business Lunch with Roland Fraser. This is your seat at the table. Welcome to Business Lunch with Roland Fraser. For International Women's Day, we've put together a montage of wisdom from some of the superb female entrepreneurs that we've had on the show. So share this episode to celebrate the women in business that are impacting our world in 2021. Before we dive in though, you've tuned into the podcast at just the right moment because March is the month of power episodes. So make sure you're following us on Apple Podcasts. And if you want to win some Apple prizes, you can enter our giveaway at businesslunchpodcast.com forward slash contest. Okay, let's talk women. These ladies are rocking their business and we encourage you to go back and listen to the full length episodes. So today we've got a few knowledge bombs and a couple of longer stories. So this first clip is from Rachel Peterson, the queen of social media. People don't realize how much pressure there is when you build a personal brand. Everything that you do gets critiqued online Mm -hmm. and not everyone's made to withstand that pressure. Mm -hmm. How do you do it? I've managed so many clients' social media where I've seen every single thing you do, you can't win. Mm-hmm. And once you see enough of it, you realize, oh, this is just the nature of keyboard warriors. This is just the nature of people. But that was kind of a realization for me. If you want to rise to big things, you have to be comfortable with the other side of it, the shadow of it. All right. In that episode, Roland and Rachel discuss partnerships, pressure, and some other great lessons. So you can go to episode 116 with Rachel Peterson. All right. Next, we have a soundbite from Danette May, the founder of Mindful Health and the Rise Movement. What is the one thing that you're bumping into right now that you feel you should share because you're meeting with so many people and you have so many different viewpoints and vantage points when it comes to business. So I think the big thing, I would turn it back. What would I be like the attempt. I'm not going to let you get away with it. I will do that though because okay. I'm asking you the same thing. So yeah. I will answer your question. I'll tell you what's bump- bumping in. That would be... Okay, go ahead. Oh, and then you'll tell me yours. <laughs> so the big thing for me right now is looking at this life that we're living, right? And... How can we really juice and suck up all the joy of the journey? Because as an entrepreneur, we can always be looking to that mountain. Mm-hmm. We're like climbers. We're like mountaineer people. We just go, go, go mm-hmm. because we see a destination. But can we like notice every single thing on each step that we're taking? Mm-hmm. Am I really enjoying this journey? Because it's a freaking epic ride right now. That was Danette May. And next up, we've got a little clip from our first ever episode, which was with JJ Virgin. She's a celebrity nutritionist and a super successful entrepreneur. So are you putting together programs and courses and things like that? That's just, I'm left brain. That's how my brain sees things. I see everything as a like a business model framework. Right. It's just, I can't do it any other way. Did you have uh, any resources that helped you kind of learn how to do that or is it was all trial and error? At first, I didn't have anything before I created. I created all the frameworks for the doctors at first and there really wasn't anything out there. So you didn't have other doctor training programs there wasn't or anything. anything. There yeah. was nothing out there and there wasn't anything in the health field. Huh. But then what happened, Joe Mercola, Dr. Mercola, used to be at the Designs for Health conferences we did. He used to be one of the speakers. Okay. And he would have like people doing their energy work and levitating off the tables and stuff. <laughs> okay. So I've known him for a long time, but I kind of lost touch with him. And then I wrote this book called The Art of Losing It with 
a crazy screenwriter who had me sign a contract. We were going to do this together. I was dating him and it was a 50-50 contract. Mm -hmm. It gave him 50% of whatever I did for the rest of my life. That's why I now have attorneys surrounding me. Oh my gosh. I signed it. Yeah. Because he's, you know. Uh Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) so I now have this book and there was this Dr. Fab Mancini from Parker College. He goes, you got to go talk to Joe Mercola about how you should sell that book. I go, okay. And so I sat down to dinner with, with Joe and Joe goes, you know, the money is in the list. And I'm like, what list? What list is the money in? Right. Because remember, I had no lead capture yeah, yeah. on my Dr. Yeah. Phil. He's thing. like, you know that little thing you have on your website? <laughs> and you're like, eh. oh, that's why this is doing nothing. <laughs> and at the time, he was at a Yannick Silver conference and oh, it was 10 grand. Yannick. Yeah, it was 10. And I'm like, 10 grand? What is this? Right. You know, is this online marketing thing? And he goes, you need to read the four hour work week. I said, all right. So I got that book uh-huh. and I read that book. I still say I missed, there must be a hidden chapter in there because I read the book. I'm like working eight hours a week. I'm going, I'm totally, you know, <laughs> I love this idea here, but is there something I'm missing? But in there, there was some quote by Dan Kennedy and I used to read all of Dan Kennedy's right, stuff. And I'm right. like, I love Dan Kennedy back yep. from the MLM days. Yep. And so I listened to a teleclass or something with Dan and he taught, he's interviewing Allie Brown. Okay. Yeah. Now, I'm a woman. Dan Kennedy is not very inspiring to me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But here's this woman, and she's pretty, and she's smart, and I'm like, I want what she's having. Right. I could totally relate to her. Yeah. She has this $297 easing queen. Yeah, she was the easing right? queen. Right? You know, yeah. how to boost, how I bought to boost that. biz <laughs> with your online newsletter. Yeah. I'm like, I bought it. Yeah. I bought that and I started doing it. It was a good program. <laughs> yes. I mean, and so I was like, what, what else does she have? And she had this online business success blueprint mm-hmm. workshop. Yep. So I went to it and I just remember looking at her going, whatever. And I'd never been to anything like this. So I didn't understand pitching from the stage or anything mm-hmm. else. I just knew whatever she had, I was doing. Right. And at the time I had left that company designs for health. They'd actually bought me out. And that whole thing was done. And I just gotten this really cool contract to build these spas in Europe. It was a half million dollar a year contract. I'm off TV. I don't have a book. I think that I'm going to go do this spas all over Europe thing okay. with private jet. Not like, like Sounds pretty appealing. It was really appealing. Yeah. And I'd done all this stuff and it was supposed to start. I was supposed to get my first check that week. And I'm at this conference. Uh-huh. And she is pitching her mastermind. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting, I brought friends with me. And she had two levels, this diamond level. <laughs> do you remember this? And the platinum level. And it was, I don't even remember, it was like the millionaire protege club. Uh-huh. And I'm looking at everybody and I'm like, I'm joining that diamond thing. And she was, you had to apply and she wasn't going to take very many people right. and blah, 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 blah. Right. And I'm like, I'm, t- this is, I'm in. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm thinking, how much could this be? I've never, I'd never been in a mastermind. I didn't know. 10 grand. Right. Right. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to do this because I'm going to get that check. Right. Right. Because I have this half million dollar (laughs) a year business. So I'm totally going to do this. This will be great. So I'm telling them I'm joining Diamond. And she then says it's a hundred grand. And you're like, what? I know. I'm like, (laughs) I'm still doing it. Right. right? I'm looking, I'm going, well, I'm getting paid 500,000. Okay. I'll pay a hundred thousand. I can do this. Yeah. this. I'll still do this. I'm in. I go to the lunch. I basically write a check that I know is going to be good by the time that she cashes it because the money's this coming in. This is like in. a 10K check to get started. It's a 10K check to get started. Yeah. But I, I didn't have that. 
Yeah. And you're just, but that. you're writing the check. You're like, it's going to happen. It's happening. Yeah. That was on like, I don't know, what, a Thursday or something? Uh, the money's supposed to be in my bank account on Friday. Right. It's not there. Right. I'm calling this guy. I'm like, where's the money? He goes, oh, you know, the whole that whole stock market thing happened that week. He goes... It's delayed in Europe. Don't worry. It'll oh. be there next week. Oh. Now, do you know at this point there's a problem? I'm like, I'm a little bit, but I'm like, okay, okay. all right, fine. Right. Next week comes and goes. The week after comes and goes. Now, Allie herself is calling me, and I'm like, uh-oh. Right? I have no, now, not only, I have gotten rid of everything I was doing right. at you the time. You were all ready to go. I was actually working on a show with the King Brothers. They were going to create the most next heavyweight champion of the world. I was the nutritionist for that. Uh. I dumped that. I dumped my clients. I dumped everything to right. clear the slate and I didn't have savings. Right. So I had no safety net. I was going to do this. And wow. I'm the sole financial support for my kids. Mm -hmm. And now I don't have this. And I just committed to a $100,000 deal. And I get on the phone with Allie and she goes, I believe in you. I'm like, she believes in me. That was a great episode with JJ. So go back and listen to that. It's our first episode. All right. Here's some wisdom from Pam Jordan, who's the founder of the Pivot business group. What are people usually missing? There's a ton. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people set up their systems and they don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So from the bones of it, the chart of accounts in your accounting system is essentially the list of all the buckets of where money goes. And most of the time, those are wrong. All right. In that episode, Pam talks with Roland about how to help your company no matter what stage you're in. And that's episode 84 how to have a CFO or think like a CFO when you can't afford a CFO. All right, next up, we've got Marissa Murgatroyd, who turns everyday entrepreneurs into online superheroes. I think that people really want high-touch, customized experiences. As more and more becomes available just on Google and on YouTube, if you don't have these kinds of value add where you're helping people either through private coaching, done-for-you services, done-with-you services, whatever it happens to be, customizing programs to them, I think people are not going to be spending top dollar for content they could just rip off the web. Go back and listen to episode 96, where Roland and Marissa talk about how to design a thief-proof, customer-obsessed, unstoppable online program. All right, here's the amazing Alison Maslan. For me, flying trapeze is where I go to let go right. and to disconnect. And like you, my brain is going 24-7. But when you're up there and you're, you know, 40 feet in the air and you're up on a pedestal and you're about to flail your body across the sky to a catcher, mm -hmm. you need to be really in the moment. It forces you to be so in the present. So if you go back to episode 60, how to scale and step out of the passion business you've built, you can listen to Alison's story. All right, there's more. We've got Lisa Sasevich up next. She's the founder and CEO of The Invisible Clothes. My dad gave me the biggest gift, which I think I'm just going to drop this value bomb here. But this is really what changed my life and has everything to do with what we're talking about with speaking. Right. He said, here's my advice. Don't change your act, change your audience. That is really good advice. I was in bed when we were talking. It was like the ghost of Christmas past, you know? <laughs> it was like, oh, you know, don't change my act, change my audience. Mm. So if you go back to episode 151, you can hear about how to turn knowledge into profit. Next up, we've got Rachel Tippograph, who's the CEO and founder of Micmac. So I was at Gap 2011, 2014, mm -hmm. and they hired me with 
one goal, which right. was it was my job to lower the average age of the customer. So when I started, it was a 47-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. And when I left three years later, we knocked a decade off the customer. Nice. So my thesis in marketing is that to change people's perceptions or behavior, you have to change the environment. Mm-hmm. So immediately when I started working at Gap, I said to Seth, I'm not sending anyone to a Gap store. We got to bring the Gap store to them. All right, you can hear more from Rachel on episode 128. Okay, let's hear from the engagement maven, Efat Cohen. Really focus on relationship and connection more than content because everybody can create content, right? Yes. But it's, it's that emotional connection. And I think that the more technology is going to the fake stuff online, the more deep fake we have, the more yeah. that kind of stuff. The more live is needed. Well, the more connection needed, right? Yeah. Because now you don't trust people anymore. Mm-hmm. We don't go to Google to find plumbers. We go to our friends and go like, anyone can recommend a plumber and a Christian? So mm-hmm. how do you become that person that people recommend if you don't build that emotional connection with people? Okay, so make sure you go and listen to episode 142, How to Build Trust, Loyalty, and an Audience on Any Platform. All right, now it's time for a sneak peek of our episode with Sarah Blakely, who took on a declining industry and ended up changing the way that women dress. She is the billionaire founder of Spanx and was named by Time magazine on their list of the top 100 most influential people in the world. So hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts so you can hear the whole episode when it drops. It's going to be episode 252. All right, here's Sarah Blakely. So this was in 1998. I had just... So you went to MySpace and looked up, where can I find... No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it Not just... Not much internet back No, then. no, there wasn't. And I, um, I just moved from Clearwater, Florida to Atlanta, Georgia, and found out that most of the hosiery manufacturers were in North Carolina. So I started calling them on the phone. Will you please help me make my idea? They all basically hung up on me, had no interest. So I took a week off of work and drove around North Carolina in person and, um, and tried to convince the hosiery manufacturers to make this idea. And they all thought it was crazy and a really bad idea. And so it was interesting because as a girl who grew up on Clearwater Beach who never, ever thought about fashion or uh, business, I was standing with all men. There were mostly all men that were making our undergarments. So then it was pretty interesting. I, I thought to myself, okay, maybe this is why... They're so uncomfortable because <laughs> the people who You mean are... the men talking about panties weren't... <laughs> well, the people who were making all of our undergarments weren't spending all day in them. Right. And if they were, they weren't admitting that it. That you knew so... of, yes. yes, yes. <laughs> so I was like... <laughs> um, and, and just trying to get it made was really challenging. And, and then I finally found a manufacturer in Charlotte, North Carolina that said yes. He had originally turned me away. All of the manufacturers turned me away. And he called me two weeks later and said, I've had a change of heart. And when I asked him why, he said, I have three daughters. So he had run the idea by his daughters over the dinner table. And they said, Dad, this is actually an interesting idea. We have the same problem. We don't know what to wear under a lot of our clothes either. You should give this girl a chance. And what happened was I actually just took an idea in an industry that was very established that had been doing things the same way for a really long time. So hosiery had been being made to be seen on the leg. And it was in a double-digit decline, this industry. So the industry and what they had been doing for many, many years was no longer really serving women as much as it once was. So for me showing up and saying, I just want your material and I want to make an undergarment out of your material that nobody can see was so confusing to them. 
I mean, it's almost like on autopilot. Like, no, we don't understand. I was like, your material will change the game if you can help me figure out how to make it so that it's underneath the clothes and completely invisible. I don't even want to see it on the leg. But I knew as a consumer that hosiery material was so lightweight. It was like second skin. It wasn't going to make me feel like I was wearing workout clothes under my beautiful slacks or dress. And that if we could figure it out, we'd fill a lane for women. And that's exactly what happened. Okay, make sure you subscribe so you can hear that whole episode. It's absolutely amazing. All right, last but not least, we've got the entrepreneur, Cara Golden, who is the founder of Hint Water. Without being too, you know, foo-foo far out, like I I really believe that it was like, it was my calling to go Mm -hmm. do this, that I really saw when I looked at a store shelf with lots of beverages on it, I did not see a beverage that I wanted to buy. Okay, so go back and listen to episode 159, why Coke and Pepsi will never put Cara Golden out of business. Thanks so much for listening today. And don't worry, we've got all the links to all these episodes in the show notes at businesslunchpodcast.com. All right, thanks for listening and we'll see you on Wednesday. You've been listening to Business Lunch with Roland Frazier. If you're enjoying the show, let us know by subscribing and leaving a review. And for more information, go to businesslunchpodcast.com. Thank you for listening. What if three days could change the course of your business in 2023? Get Scalable Live is where you'll gain great clarity on the next steps that will help you create the business, life, and wealth you deserve. Connect with business owners and entrepreneurs just like you. Hungry for advice, proven strategies, and necessary connections to grow a business. Literally, million-dollar conversations are happening in the hallways, in the bathrooms, across tables. Get Scalable Live at Fairmont Austin, November 2nd through 4th. Tickets are on sale now at GetScalableLive.com.